Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 265 of the Professional Book Nerds podcast presented by Overdrive. This is Jill. Hello, Adam. Hello. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm good. It's pre-read an e-book day. It is pre-read an e-book day. It's like read an e-book day eve. Oh, read an e-book day eve. That's really good. I like that. Uh, first, if you somehow don't know what read an e-book day is and you listen to this podcast, that's, I guess, on us. Um, if you don't, but Read an Ebook Day is a celebration of digital reading, and it is taking place Tuesday, September 18th. So if you are listening to this the day it comes out, uh, Read an Ebook Day will be tomorrow. Uh, it is a holiday that we created to celebrate, and there's a hashtag ebook love. If you go onto Twitter, Facebook, anywhere that you use social media, use that hashtag. Tell us why you love ebooks. Take a picture of what you're reading. Uh, we're giving away devices to end users and we're giving away some free content credit to libraries and schools uh so if you go to readanybookday.com there's an awesome video all the information you need but what we thought we would do today is something we haven't done in a while we're bringing on all of our friends and having them tell us what they're going to be reading for reading book day because there's some new voices too there are some new voices uh there's a married couple who comes in separately which is great uh yeah some new voices And also, um, the reason we're doing this is we're really lucky here. Our company gets super behind the holiday, which makes sense since it's our holiday that we created. Uh, They actually turn one of our large meeting rooms here into a cafe. So there's coffee and pastries, and everyone can take two hours out of their day and go do some reading. So because of that, we figured we would talk about what people are going to be reading. Speaking of pastries, yes, last night... Adam and I got to do a really – so we're recording this on Friday. Uh, we did a really fun event at Brew Nuts, which is a local donut place here in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Um, we did trivia. It was Harry Potter trivia. There were Harry Potter-themed donuts. There was um, butter beer to drink. Mm-hmm. So both, any, adu- both adult butter beer and not adult butter right, beer. There was a kid's version and a um, yeah more grown-up version <laughs> of butter beer. Um so if you are listening and, you know, this is your first uh, episode after that event, welcome. Really good job. You're really a lot better at this than I. At the end of the event, I at the very beginning, I told everyone who we were and who we worked for in our podcast. And then I didn't think to say it ever again. So at the end, when you reminded everybody, I was like, oh, God, you're so much better at promoting us than I am. Um, yeah, that was so much fun. Uh, if you guys don't, fo- even if you're not in Cleveland, if you don't go on Instagram and follow Brew Nuts, like Brew B R E W, and then Nuts like Donuts, um, it'll give you a reason to want to come to Cleveland as well. They they take the best photos of their donut. Their donuts they make it's like from scratch every day, and they have new stuff every single like literally every day they come out with new. I don't know how they think of all the flavors. It's crazy. I have no idea. But the the Harry Potter ones were fun. They were sorting hat donuts. So um, they were a mystery frosting color inside. And you didn't, like, know what house you were sorted in until you made it into the donut. It was so funny because everyone there came dressed up. So it was very obvious, like, okay, that person's in Slytherin. That's a Hufflepuff. That's a Ravenclaw. And then they would take a bite into their donut, and it would be like if they had a Gryffindor shirt on and it was Hufflepuff, they were irritated. It's like, it's it's just a donut, guys. It's, it was funny. It was a really good time. Um, we should probably talk about what we're going to be reading, huh? <laughs> we're asking everyone else. We should. We should. Okay. Uh, 
I'm going to put you on the spot. Do you want to go first? Sure. I'm going to be reading The Eye of the World by um, Robert Jordan. It is the first book in the Wheel of Time series. I Oh, you're taking a journey. Yeah, I am. Um, I start – it's uh, it's one of my husband's um, – that's so weird – favorite <laughs> – <laughs> favorite book series and he's been telling me for a while <laughs> that I should read it and see how I was like well I made you take the Pottermore quiz before we got married so sure I'll, I'll start reading Wheel of Time um, and so I, I took it uh, on our honeymoon but it's kind of a big book so um, yeah <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm reading that I'm still laughing <laughs> uh, yeah that's one of the most famous fantasy series it's really good it's really good too yeah and i'm like why did it take me so long there's a lot of really um strong female characters which is hard to find sometimes in fantasy so that was a very professional way of saying that joe (laughs) great job thank you Uh uh-huh uh i'm reading the sacrifice box by martin stewart which is just a scotch newer than than yours. A little bit. I think he, I, I want to say we recommended this either in September. We did because or, I have it on hold because you mentioned it on August, maybe? I don't remember. Anyway, for those who are new or, or missed that, it's a horror story about uh, friendship, growing up, and finding your place in the world. I haven't even started it yet, but it's com- it's described as Gremlins meets The Breakfast Club meets Stranger Things. Uh, so there's these five friends, and they discover this like weird ancient stone box in the woods and the seal they seal inside of it a bunch of their own treasured objects from their childhood and they make a vow to never go to the box alone never open it after dark and then never take back what you sacrificed and then four years later a bunch of terrifying things start to happen mirrors are shattering and all sorts of stuff and it's clear that someone broke the rules of the box, and now everyone has to pay. So trying to figure out what happened, why it happened, and who it happened to. So I'm really on board, as everyone knows who's been a longtime listener. Uh, this is the time of year where I read almost exclusively horror for the next two months. So that's mine. Um, if people want to get a hold of us, Jill, where can they find us? You can go to our website, professionalbooknerds.com. Find us on Twitter and Instagram. What? I have no idea what that was. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at ProBookNerds. And you can email us at ProfessionalBookNerds at Overdrive.com. Yes, you can. I hope you guys really enjoy reading ebook day, whether it's your first or fifth. Regardless, check it out. Definitely take part in the hashtag ebooklove. My voice just cracked like I was 12. We're both struggling. Um, and now here's a bunch of our friends telling you what they're going to be reading. <laughs> So first up, we have our buddy, Andrea. Hello, Andrea. Hi. You're not full-time co-hosting with me today, but... But Jill's, I'm first. You're first, and Jill had to step out into a meeting, so it's just two of us in the room anyway. But to kick us off on our little list, what are you reading for reading ebook day? So I'm a big fan of mermaids. <laughs> Go on. Big fan. And I don't remember how I stumbled across this book, but I'm so glad that I did. So this is To Kill a Kingdom by Alexandra Christo. Christo. Sure. 
It's in the notes. Yeah, we're really good at <laughs> we're really good at saying names wrong. So yeah, just look in the show notes. So Princess Lyra is siren royalty and the most lethal of them all. Mm. Big fan of mermaids. Love when they kill people. <laughs> no offense, Ariel. <laughs> when the hearts of with the hearts of seventeen princes in her collection, she is revered across the sea until a twist of fate forces her to kill one of her own. To punish her daughter, the Sea Queen transforms Lyra into the one thing they loathe most. A human. Ugh. Ugh. Humans. Robbed of her song, Lyra has until the winter solstice to deliver Prince Elian's heart to the Sea Queen or remain human forever. But there's a catch. There's always a catch. There's always a catch. The ocean is the only place Prince Elian calls home, even though he is heir to the most powerful kingdom in the world. Hunting sirens is more than an unusual, unsavory hobby. It's his calling. When he rescues a drowning woman in the ocean, she's more than what she appears. She promises to help him find the key to destroying all of Siren kind for good. But can he trust her? But just how, And just how many deals does Elian have to barter to eliminate mankind's greatest threat? Wouldn't it have been amazing if we just told everyone that you didn't just read that? Like I just knew it off the top of my head. Knew, like, that was just like how <laughs> you described this book. And... Um, it sounds like it's my favorite trope, kind trope. of trope, thank you, mm-hmm. of enemies to lovers. Yeah. And I will never get enough of enemies to lovers. <laughs> um, have you ever seen Cabin in the Woods? Yes. Okay, so for everyone who hasn't seen Cabin in the Woods, it's one of my favorite horror movies. It does, like, it plays on all of the tropes of other horror movies really, really well. Never read Latin from the book. Yeah, you never read Latin from the book. <laughs> it's just a, such, it's such an incredible... It's such a good Halloween-ish movie. Um, part of it is that these kids go to a cabin and they go into the basement and they pick us they whatever like relic they end up picking from the basement. Um, that's the particular thing that triggers what's going to come be like the horror monster thing that kills them. Mm-hmm. And there's these two people that are setting up this whole thing and there's a whole backstory behind it. But the two people who are setting it up, one of them is obsessed with mermans. Yes. And it always... That's all it, you want. Yeah, this was a long story <laughs> to get to that. So the, I'm not going to give away a spoiler what happens at the end, but anytime someone talks about a mermaid book now, all I can think of is there's this line where... Uh, the thing that they do select is murdering all of the kids in this in the house and just spoiler that these two old men are like that's what is designed to happen and then one of them is really happy because they're doing their job and the other one's just sad and he's looking he's like what's wrong he's like would have been cooler with a merman i love i think it sounds like it really close to choosing it and he gets really really excited at the yeah. last minute they read latin from the book yeah he's like no yeah so literally this whole spiel was a to keep you in the room longer because i like chatting with you yeah. and b because anytime someone talks about a mermaid book now, all I think of is like, would have been cooler with a merman. Merman. Yeah. It does pay off in the end of the movie. Um, cool. Are you gonna are you gonna enjoy some some snacks and, and, and things in our in our I'm gonna take shop? full advantage of my two hours. You gotta do it. Gotta do it. I will not be down there for less than hundred and twenty minutes. Not a second less. <laughs> really proud of you. Well, Andrea, as always, thank you for joining us today. You're welcome. All right, next up we have Jim. Jim, welcome back. Thanks, Adam. It has been a minute. Since I know, been, right? It's actually been a minute since we've had anyone else on. It's just been Jill and I. <laughs> we've been doing these interviews or like one of us has been out of the office. It's this, it's this whole thing. Fair enough. Anyway, I get it. Yeah. What are you reading for Reading Book Day? So I'm actually going to be reading two different books. The first one is The Cabin at the End of the World by mm-hmm. Paul Tremblay. Yeah. I'm like halfway through it and it's really good so far. Christina, who is out with a baby, 
uh, with Julie back eventually, she told me the same thing. She said it's incredible. Yeah. Um, it's a really fast read too, which I kind of enjoy. And it's all sort of happening in real time, mm-hmm. which I can appreciate. That's so awesome. that and also Educated by Tara Westover. Have you started that yet? I'm on chapter three. Mm-hmm. So, yes. We've talked about it a little bit in the past, but can you like kind of let people know a little bit what it's about? Because it's a memoir, right? right? So it's about a young woman who grew up basically in a Mormon family who uh, lived in the mountains and basically cut themselves off from the world entirely. Mm-hmm. Um, there was never any record of her being born or her siblings, mm-hmm. and they just basically were, like, preparing for the end of the world. Yeah. And from what I can understand of reading, like, the cover, you know, description mm-hmm. of it is that she gets out at some point and basically gets a college education and has a master's degree now and a PhD mm-hmm. um, and kind of gets that life behind her. But yeah. the beginning of it is her basically as a kid – realizing that something is wrong right right so because she has grandparents that are not of that family but Uh are in trying to get her out of it so yeah yeah it got a ton of buzz all year long right i haven't read it yet but i'm excited to at some point yeah it's it's sort of okay right now but i can tell that it's going to be pretty upsetting at some point so also i was going to laugh when you were talking about kevin at the end of the world Mm -hmm. because you have no way of knowing this andrea was just here before you and she was talking about a book about mermaids, and I referenced um, Cabin in the Woods, the movie where they talk. Oh, have, have it's you, such a great movie! Yeah, I get this whole thing. Like, I, it was very long and convoluted about how <laughs> the, the person talks about the merman. Yeah, so it's like Cabin in the Woods, Cabin in the other. So yeah, that's it's a nice little connection. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So all right, well, thank you very much, Jim. You're welcome. Hey guys, next up we have Emma, and she's out of the office today, but I love talking with her about books, so I actually called her on the phone, so she was nice enough to answer while working from home, so hello, Emma. Hi, Adam. So what are you going to be reading for Read an Ebook Day? Very excitingly, Read an Ebook Day falls on the same day that the new Robert Galbraith book is released, Oh man, the White. Um, so you can bet I will be reading that book. I am so excited. We've been waiting many, many years for the next book in this series, and I just feel like it was meant to be. The timing is so perfect. So you want to refresh everyone's memory on how many times you read the other Robert Galbraith books? Oh, probably like four or five times each. There's three other books in the series so far. Um, I go between phases of reading the ebook and then listening to the audiobook. Um, because the audio is also so well done, but I'm really excited. I think I bring up Robert Galbraith probably every time I'm on the podcast. <laughs> so, uh, in case people can't tell, definitely a fan of, you know, J.K. Rowling's pseudonym. Oh, that's amazing. Well, that is, that's very serendipitous for you. It uh, is absolutely perfect timing. So uh, thanks for reading your book day. I actually have uh, some extra time that day to read my book. Beautiful. All right. Well, I appreciate you letting me call you while you're working from home. So thank you. And I will see you by, on Monday. Absolutely. Have a good weekend. <laughs> see you, buddy. Okay. Next up, we have a newbie to the show. Her name is Erin. Hello, Erin. Hi, Adam. So, Erin, a little peek behind the curtain, was like my first friend at Overdrive. You have been here eight years now? Yeah, over eight years now. You were an intern when I started. 
and you were sitting right next to me. You taught me the ropes, basically. Back back in our old, old <laughs> office. Back when we had this little tiny office that people would just, they just would cram a bunch of us into t- little tiny rooms and you were my first friend. So I finally got you to come on the show. Aaron and I make coffee together every morning. Um, so what are you going to be reading for reading ebook day? Um, for reading ebook day, I'm going to be reading Meddling Kids. Yes. Which was a recommendation by you. Uh-huh. Um, after you had recommended The Call. By, I think it's Peter Ogin, I believe. I've recommended this book on the podcast and to like a million people because it's incredible. And I listened to it at work in one day. Yeah. And it so was good. so good. And I decided I just want to be on a YA kick now for a while. Yes. Um, so Meddling Kids um, just sounded like the it's best so good. possible option for me next. It's adult Scooby-Doo. You're going to love it. I'm so excited for you to read it. I can't wait. I've been like, ba- I've been like, basically telling, like, harping on this, like, you should read this, you should read this. So, yeah, you said it was like, it's like Saturday, Saturday morning cartoons, but for adults. So it's gonna be so good. Absolutely. Yeah, I can't wait for it. Awesome. I can't wait to just sit there and drink some coffee. Yeah, and probably have a donut. It's the best day. It's so good. Um, all right. Well, thank you so much for coming on for the first time. Well, you're welcome. Thanks. Hopefully, I'll be on later. Yes. Next up, we have Kristen. Hi, Kristen. Hey, guys. How's it going? It's it's We're going. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to let you talk, Joe. Oh, sorry. You weren't, you weren't oh, here for a while. That was super loud. Yes, it um, was. So, <laughs> going to have to do some editing magic. <laughs> so, Kristen, what are you reading for reading ebook day? So, I actually have three things on the docket. Overachiever. I know. Well, the first one's uh, an audiobook I've been listening to. Uh, I've been watching the PBS Great American Read. It's excellent. And so I was inspired to listen to Dune by Frank Herbert. Ooh. Yeah. I've never even thought about reading it. I'm oh, not, yeah, me either. Yeah. I'm not a sci-fi reader, so I was like, eh, I'll skip over that one. Um, but the narrators on this are amazing. The story itself is really awesome. Uh, it's easy to follow. Uh, it's so, yeah, I'm having a really good time listening to it. So when I can't be reading an ebook because I have to be working, mm-hmm. I'll be listening to an audiobook. Um, and then I have two ebooks that just came in for me. So the first one I want to talk about is one I think you two will be excited about. And I don't know if you've heard about it yet. It's called More Deadly Than the Male by Ooh. Graham Davis. Have you, heard, have you heard of this? We not. have not. Yeah. So I think it's coming out in October, but it is a collection of horror stories from unexpected and forgotten female authors. Oh, my what? God. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yes. How have we not heard of this? I have no idea. <laughs> we suck. Wait, you said it's coming out in October? I think so. That's yeah. why. Yeah. It's on Edelweiss. So okay. we live our access. lives. We live our book lives one month at a time. So. <laughs> we do. We do. Yeah. So this has really cool stories from Louisa May Alcott, Harriet Beecher Stowe, Mary Shelley, Edith Wharton. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's really exciting. <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah. It was amazing. Joe, Joe and I are doing a really good job of facial reactions on a podcast. How many of these have we done? Um, awesome. What, you said there was another one too? Yeah. Uh, so the last one is Heartberries by uh, Therese Marie Mailhot. I think I'm saying that right. 
this has been all over a bunch of bestseller lists. Uh, it's a New York Times bestselling memoir uh, about uh, the author's upbringing as part of the Seabird Island Band in British Columbia, about her experience as an indigenous person going through a mental breakdown, her mental illness, dealing with addiction and poverty. Uh, it's pretty short, so I think I'm going to use it as my uh, book riot, a uh, book I can read in one sitting. Nice. Yeah. So that's what I got. If you hadn't had three, I was going to make fun and be like, oh, Chris, it's not listen to an audiobook day. Okay. <laughs> Rude. Yeah. Although we could make that holiday next. I don't know. I mean, yeah. we did. We made this one. So that's I like awesome. that. Let's do that. Okay. I'll, I'll get us another holiday soon. Thanks. I'll do it right All right. Thank you, Kristen. <laughs> Thank you. Did you guys ever fix the uh, echo issue? No. 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 As you'll now hear. Oh. I know. I'll talk about it. It's annoying. Um, All right. Next up, we have Kenny. Hey, welcome back. Hello. It has been a while. Yeah, it has been. Yeah, definitely. Um, Okay. So what are you reading for Tuesday for reading ebook day? So it probably comes as no surprise. I'm going to be reading a comic book. What? (laughs) Right. Um, so, uh, the one that I picked is Descender, which is from Image Comics. The author is Jeff Lemire. The artist is Dustin Wynn. Um, it's an amazing, as I read the first volume when it first came out, um, it started publication in 2015. And I think it was just recently that the series actually ended. Uh It was a limited run. Um, and I've always wanted to get back to it because I read the first volume, loved it, and then just kind of like forgot just, about it yeah, for a little while. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> um, it's 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 a really interesting. It's science fiction, mm-hmm. so I, I wrote down a, a, like a really quick synopsis of Go. what the what the story is. Go for so it. the the first part is the official synopsis they have on the Image Comics website, which is one young robot struggle to stay alive in a universe where all androids have been outlawed and bounty hunters lurk on every planet. Um, really good. Yeah, it's it's really good. interesting. So the story is kind of like so. The young robot's name is Tim Twenty One. Uh-huh. Um, he is a child. He looks like a child, but he's mm. you know, obviously an android that was kind of like a nanny for a, a family on a mining planet. Um, and they put him to sleep, and he wakes up ten years later. Ooh. And in the meantime, in the meantime. All of this stuff has happened. Like, the planet that he was on is pretty much abandoned. The family that he served is dead. And all robots in the entire universe have been outlawed because Hmm. during that 10 years, these massive, mysterious machines, like world killers, showed up and almost wiped out civilization. Um, And then they just disappeared. Ooh. And the weird part, the which is like, I'm not, I'm not spoiling anything. This this <laughs> happens within like the first volume, where you find out that the coding of Tim Twenty One is the same coding as the World, world Killers. Uh, of course, I don't understand how people come up with an idea that awesome. Like that's so creative and yeah, for sure, it's amazing. And yeah. Jeff Lemire has been around in the comic book industry for a long time. He's well known for he had a series running called Sweet Tooth for a little while, which was really interesting. And the artwork in this is just astoundingly beautiful. So just uh, Dustin Wynn does the whole thing, 
all of the all of the drawing, all of the coloring, and the coloring is all watercolors. It's all paintings, panel to panel. Oh, that's amazing. It's it's mm. beautiful. It's a oh. beautiful comic book. It's, feels like one I might need to check out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you like science fiction or comic books. Or just want something new. Yeah. It's an interesting. Really it's good. really, really cool. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for joining us today. Appreciate Ab- it. Absolutely. No problem. All right. So next up we have Shane, who is actually married to Aaron, who is just in here. That's They're right. both first timers. So what are you reading for Reading Ebook Day? I'm all about... I'm all about fantasy uh-huh. and uh, sci-fi books. Yes. So right Excellent. now, um, I'm really digging into more gritty fantasy books. Ooh. Yes, go on. What do we think about Ocean's Eleven? Oh, I'm on board. I'm there cool. we go. I, I wonder where you're going. So imagine Ocean's Eleven in more of a uh, late ages, middle ages type uh, time frame. Oh, what? And it's called The Lies of Locke Lamora. That sounds, that's a wonderful name. So you're really painting a picture here. You know, and it's, it's by, a, I've not read him yet. Scott Lynch mm-hmm. is, is the, uh, the author, author. And, uh, it's very interesting, very politically charged, very complex system set up mm-hmm. with some really interesting characters, taking them from childhood all the way through up into adulthood and, He's pulling off these schemes, and you're just in on it, yeah. and you're kind of getting to experience it along with him. So, you need to let when you're done with this, you need to know, tell me how it is because this sounds super up my alley too. I just checked yeah, it out. It's, <laughs> it's it's worth it. It's a trilogy too, so I'm just really getting into it right now. But uh, are you guys familiar with the name of the wind? Yes, oh, I yes. love that yes. book. Yes, so the art author's style has been compared. To, nice. to Mr. Rothfuss from The Name of the Wind. So. I'm all in It's a good person now. to be compared to. You know, I, I would highly, highly recommend it. Um, another thing that I just finished and I have to talk about it. Yeah, go for it. Rayuria Revelations, another it's fantasy title. Not heard of this one. Also slightly uh, thief uh, kind of... Heist, 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 yeah. heist built. Uh-huh. Um, but it's much more high fantasy. So if you're not into the, the gritty, realistic yeah. uh, fantasy, it's it's a great read. The story arc over the six books, mm-hmm. it's a lot. Um, it, it's going to take you in your, your ups and downs. And you, you're yeah. not going to know where it's going by the end. There's some good twists involved, nice. too. So. All right. Well, I feel like next fantasy episode, we're going to have to bring you back on. A, because you clearly... <laughs> 100%. And also, you have some lovely yeah. dulcet tones. I'm, I've you know, known you for a long time. I'm just I'm listening in the headphones. I'm like, ooh, the, uh, Shane the sounds waves, wonderful. You know? <laughs> right, thanks for coming on in, buddy. All right. Absolutely. Next up, we have Chris. This is first time. Welcome. Thank you. So what are you going to be reading for reading ebook day on Tuesday? Yeah, so I'm going to be reading a book called Dreaming the Beatles by mm-hmm. Rob Sheffield. Do you want to tell us a little bit about it? Sure. So as I'm sure you guys know, um, lots of books have been written about the Beatles, <laughs> everything that's been said uh-huh. over the course of the last decades. Um, but I really appreciate the author's uh, novel approach. Mm-hmm. He kind of takes all of the really obscure trivia and uh, melds it with chronological history and Ooh. parts of the band's mythology. So it's really interesting. There was, I want to say it was in the New York Times, like recently there was a really in-depth 
like conversation with Paul McCartney about a bunch of like, mm-hmm. un- I think it was it basically he just goes into the, all, a bunch of about the Beatles that no one's ever heard. And it's like there's always like goofy stories about them. I'm, I'll try to find the, the link because I feel like it probably has something to do with this book. I imagine they were probably cross promoting, promoting him. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you, everybody, Chris is one of the wonderful people who helps us get authors on the podcast. So if you like a lot of the interviews we do, Chris is responsible for those so <laughs> thank you from us to, for doing that make for our sure. job a lot easier and thank you for coming on in today sure thing thank you guys so much readers can sample and borrow the titles mentioned in today's episode from overdrive.com and our library friends can add these titles to their collections and marketplace hey, hey there. there i'm hannah and i'm audrey We are a sister filmmaking duo and co-hosts of Sleepover Cinema, our show where we analyze the films that created the collective unconscious of the girls, gays, and theys of the late 90s and early 2000s. Princess Diaries, The Cheetah Girls, Aquamarine, Cinderella, the one starring Brandy. We haven't stopped thinking about these movies since we first saw them, and we want you to rewatch them and review them with us. Are these movies as bad as critics would have us believe? Do we even care if they are? We are always unpacking that very question on Sleepover Cinema. Check out Sleepover Cinema wherever you get your podcasts or at evergreenpodcasts.com. See you soon.